Free-thinking atheist witchy farmer, herbalist, wise woman, obia woman, healer, off-grid homesteading hedge witch, living close to nature, black Hispanic, Afro-Latina, Jamaican, Honduran, Caribbean American, honoring and embodying the spirit of Queen Nanny of the Maroons, born in the inner city of Boston, educated and came of age in the affluent Metro West suburbs, escaped to beautiful, rural, central Massachusetts in 2015. Welcome to Sweet Sage Homestead. Dead Farm and Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea. Remember, Black Lives Matter and love is love. Today is Wednesday, May 26th, 2021, and I'm going to do our one card pull for the day. But before I do that, I want to mention that I did do a one card pull yesterday, but I'm not going to upload it because I had a lot of interruptions and the audio would just be a nightmare to edit. So I'm going to skip that one, but yesterday's card was the Six of Cups. I also mentioned in the episode from Monday that I uploaded, I mentioned my chicken, Chicky Boo Boo, and I did originally have 20 chickens and now I only have one. She's the sole survivor. There's a story there. Maybe I'll talk about it at the end. I also mentioned John and I should probably give a little bit of context and explain like who's who and what's going on. So I have been staying at John's house now for a couple days because the car is in the shop and being off grid in the woods with no car is probably not great. So John's awesome. He's the reason that I even have a homestead. When we met back in 2013, I somehow convinced him that we should be homesteaders and we bought that property together and moved right onto it. Then he came to his senses (laughs) and decided he didn't want to be a homesteader and he bought a house. So that's me summing up like the past eight years in a nutshell. Since I still don't have water on the property, on the homestead, I don't have a well and hauling water is difficult even just for my own personal needs like showering and stuff. Bringing in water to water a garden would be kind of difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible. I've done a couple of other things in the past that worked okay, but having water here at John's house and having a big yard, I just decided that I would temporarily have my garden here until I can figure out how to make it more practical on the homestead. So I've been spending a lot of time at John's house and the house is really cool. It's really big. I might upload a video on YouTube showing it. I'm not sure yet. Anyway, let's get to today's... Whoa, my hand still hurts so I'm having trouble with the shuffle. So I keep mentioning that my hands hurt and I'm pretty sure the problem with my hands is something called palmoplantar keratoderma and it's like I get these really bad um, calluses but it's worse than that. It's like hard to explain actually. So I'm still trying to get to the bottom of exactly what the issue is but my skin hurts all the time. And that's why I complain. Okay, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And the cut. And now the pull. Ooh, two of swords reversed. This one does not look like a good card, unfortunately. Two of swords, a hoodwinked figure 
balances two swords upon her shoulders. Divinatory meanings, conformity in the equipose which it suggests, courage, friendship, affection, concord in a state of arms, intimacy, reversed, imposture, falsehood, duplicity, disloyalty. Oh boy. Let's see what a practical guide on how to read tarot has to say about the two of swords reverse. The suit of swords. In early tarot decks, swords represented the knighthood or noble houses, which ruled absolutely by the power of the sword. Yet this class was also aware of its obligations to protect the people they governed, the obligation of the noble class to better those under their control. Today, the swords show states of mind and mental activity, communication, psychological matters, and spiritual issues. Two of Swords. The weight deck shows a blindfolded woman holding two swords crossed over her breasts with a crescent moon above and the ocean behind her. The card represents a situation in which it appears impossible to move forward. Because you can't figure out with logic or intellect how to proceed, you must rely on blind faith that the universe will handle things. Upright, this card indicates stasis. You may be maintaining the situation in a state of balance by ignoring the underlying tension that exists. This is an uncomfortable position to be in, but you aren't ready to do anything about it yet. You need to speak up and communicate about the circumstances involved. For instance, it can represent a couple who really do not get along but are putting up a perfect facade to the outside world. Eventually, however, change must take place for the continued tension is unbearable. Choice is available. Remove the blindfold and look honestly at the situation. Reversed. When the Two of Swords appears reversed, it exacerbates the stasis, except that the person actually feels helpless to make the necessary changes. If a husband and wife are at odds, one party may be unwilling to admit the truth of the situation, making discourse impossible. This may result in deceit or disloyalty, lying or duplicity. Well, there's really nothing good about this card. Now we're going to look at In Focus Tarot, Your Personal Guide by Stephen Bright. Two of Swords. Within traditional tarot, a single sword represents an idea. But what happens when we are presented with two? Each of the two swords might offer an interesting or credible perspective, but which is the right one to choose? The Two of Swords can deliver the idea of choice in a reading, but the problem we face is in which option to take. When we are indecisive and choose neither, we are unable to move forward. Two of Swords as a situation. Naturally, most of us have experienced a Two of Swords moment more than once. Quite often, a choice will be involved. As an example, we might be required to choose between two college courses, two lovers, or the best way to approach a problem. Have you ever been in a situation where both options seemed equally appealing and you could not decide which to choose for the best? When this card arrives in a reading, things could be at a standstill. This might concern an inner conflict, or it may even represent the locked swords of the subject of the reading and an opponent. If the card is suggesting an argument or a stalemate, the Two of Swords confirms that neither party is likely to budge anytime soon. Therefore, we will need to use our common sense to work out what the most beneficial step forward should be. The Two of Swords is one of the rational mind. In most cases, 
This will be the best tool for the job, but when we can no longer find our way to a solution, it could suggest seeking the unbiased perspective of a third party for advice if we want to make some headway. Two of Swords as a Person as a person, the Two of Swords will represent the indecisive among us. When a person is described by this card, they will find life's decisions to be huge and weighty, regardless of whether they are life-changing or mundane. Being a person of thought, they will overanalyze their options and tick off the pros and cons of every potential possibility. While this is not a bad thing to do, sometimes they might do better to make a move based on what they know already. The person described by the Two of Swords can often become disconnected from their heart and emotions. This will often show someone in denial or who wishes to bury their feelings concerning a specific situation. Because of this, they might find it increasingly difficult to move on from trauma and find healing. Two of Swords and You Are you using your heart or head when faced with a decision? What might you be avoiding at this time? Can you think of a present choice that needs to be made? How would life be better if you made it today? How could you use compassion to move forward with someone you're in a conflict with at this time? Keywords, choice, avoiding decisions, denial, stalemate, reversed, taking action, a decision is taken out of your hands, facing problems. Oh boy, I do not like today's card. I don't like this card at all. Are you using your heart or head when faced with a decision? I don't know. I guess it depends on the decision. What might you be avoiding at this time? All things uncomfortable. <laughs> Can you think of a present choice that needs to be made? Yes. How would life be better if you made it today? I don't know that it would be better for me. Probably be more uncomfortable. How could you use compassion to move forward with someone you're in a conflict with at this time? I think sometimes I'm a little too compassionate and I'm taken advantage of, so I don't think that would be my approach at this time. But that's really all I have to say about that. Oh gosh, today's card was not great and I want to end on a better note. So I'm going to talk about Chicky Boo Boo. I started off with four breeds of chickens and I had five each and the four breeds were Well Summer, Speckled Sussex, Black Jersey Giant, and Cuckoo Morans. One of the Cuckoo Morans turned out to be a rooster. I did not keep the rooster. The predator pressure on my property was really intense and my birds started to get picked off so they were taken I'm sure by hawks and raccoons and probably other animals too. I think I saw a bobcat at one point. There were lots of predators and I was down to only four chickens at one point and surprisingly they were one of each of those breeds. So I called them the squad and it was a stupid political reference. <laughs> if you don't know who this Okay, I'll explain. It's the four women in Congress, they're four minority women who are very outspoken and well-known, and they're referred to as the squad. So I just thought that was kind of like a funny little, you know, they're survivors, whatever. But they would not, like, go in the coop. They would sleep on my porch and poop all over it. And one of my friends said, if the squad is not listening to you, that means you're Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> 
I'm like, no, 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 no. So <laughs> I didn't call them the squad anymore after that. Anyway, now I'm down to just one chicken and I named her Chicky Boo Boo. And I am careful about putting her in a pet carrier every night. I mean, I don't want to just put her in a big coop by herself because it's just her. So there's straw and I put her in the pet carrier. And, and now that I've been staying at John's house for a few days because the car's in the shop, I have Chicky Boo Boo over here at John's house and she's not listening. She's, I mean, she's a chicken. She doesn't know that she's supposed to stay on this property. So she just wanders the neighborhood and... I don't know what to do about that, but thankfully it's just temporary. When we get back to the homestead, she can wander as much as she wants and it won't be a problem. But she has managed to survive. She's got really good instincts and she's funny because if I'm outside or if anyone's outside, she kind of just like gravitates to humans because she knows predators aren't going to come for her when there's a human nearby. So she kind of acts more like a dog. Like, you know, if you're just hanging out, she'll hang out near you and she wants you to drop a few treats and <laughs> she's a really sweet bird. I used to have like 50 birds at one point a few years ago and I'm definitely going to keep trying. Eventually I will have this figure out. I'm not going to do free range chickens or ducks anymore because they just get taken by predators. It's it's just terrible. And then they poop everywhere. There's so many reasons not to free range your chickens. But anyway, so I had these two ducks. They were like my special, special friends. They were so sweet. And they were named Quackers and Cheese. You know, Quackers. Because, yeah. Quackers was the sweetest. And Cheese was just kind of crazy. But... <laughs> They were Indian runner ducks. They were the like fawn and white color. They were so cute, so sweet. That's my obsession. I love birds and I know I have to be careful with that because you can catch some real nasty illnesses from birds if you're not careful. Anyway, that's the story of Chicky Boo Boo. Did I mention who John is? John is the person that I bought the homestead with in 2015 and then we moved right onto the property. We actually met in 2013 and we were gonna, you know, homestead and live happily ever after. And then he came to his senses and decided that he likes modern amenities. <laughs> So he bought a house and I'm still stuck on my homesteading idea, but me and John are best friends forever and I love him. So thanks for listening.